Welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast and another episode of the Weekly Debrief. I'm Arthur Thomas, Managing Editor at BizTimes Media, and I'm joined on the Weekly Debrief, as always, by BizTimes Editor Andrew Wineland. Andrew, how are you doing? Great. I'm thrilled that May is here and spring has perhaps finally arrived permanently in Wisconsin. I think we're finally done with the various last stages of winter. I lose track how many there are, but I think we've, I just cursed it. I know, but yeah, you just jinxed it. I think, I think we turned a corner. Well, we'll enjoy our one or two weeks of spring and then it'll be summer and we'll, uh, you know, we'll be in festival season and all that. Let's dive right in with our insider story spotlight. Andrew, that is a chance for us to highlight some of the stories that are available only to BizTimes insiders. If you are already an insider, thank you very much. We really do appreciate that support. It helps make our work possible. If you're not an insider, please do consider subscribing. The equivalent of $9 a month gets you access to all of the content on our website, biztimes.com, along with discounted admission to some of our events and other insider benefits. So, Andrew, what was your insider story spotlight this week? So what I've chosen this week is... um... We broke a story about uh, the Regal Wear headquarters coming to Milwaukee. We knew um, from in, in March, Regal Wear, which is based in Kewaskum and has a big manufacturing plant in West Bend, we knew that they were leaving Kewaskum. They had announced in March that they were selling their headquarters to the village, which is interesting. And the village is going to make it into a village hall, police station, library, stuff like that. The company indicated they were going to you know, move the, the employees out of the, the corporate office to a new location. And they would likely be in, at the time, they said Northwest Milwaukee County. Well, Northwest Milwaukee County is the city of Milwaukee. And, you know, there's sort of a, an, a, a cluster of office buildings, you know, right. You're almost in Menominee Falls, but not quite. <clears throat> so it seemed like logically that that's where they were going to end up. We found out this week, we saw a permit that was pulled indicating that they're going to be in the one plaza or one park plaza building, which is if you drive down uh, the interstate up there in that part of town, you can't miss these two giant like glass cubes. This is one of those. And uh, interestingly enough, this particular building has several pretty noteworthy tenants. I mean, it's got the headquarters of A.O. Smith, Manawak Company, Douglas Dynamics, have all put their corporate headquarters in this particular building, and now Regal Wear will be joining them. And it's very interesting to see a company, you know, coming from Kewaskum uh, to the city of Milwaukee, even on the far northwest side. It's an interesting move. And, you know, you, you continue to see companies moving, if not into the city or into downtown, uh closer take advantage of uh the amazing nearby be closer to the airport uh be closer to the workforce um what have you you're trying to draw talent um being in the urban center or closer to the urban center continues to seem to be an approach more and more companies are taking yeah absolutely i mean that drive up to kiosque you know if you think of it it's washington county and you think of washington county as part of the metro area but is that's on the far northern end of the county yep. and and that drive up there you know you think you're there you get to west bend and you still got a little bit to go um yeah, before you're you're there so um from a talent perspective certainly makes some sense obviously when they said 
northwest side of the county, like you said, that that means Milwaukee and kind of, I mean, this building is probably was top of the list of, of what you would think they, mm-hmm. they might have been considering when they announced right. that, given some of the other tenants. We've seen you know some similar moves by others um, to move in there. So uh, interesting development there. And we'll wait to see kind of more on uh, exactly how Kioskam uh, ends up using uh, their former headquarters in the future. My insider story spotlight this week focuses, I'm actually, it's two stories I'm going to combine here into one, um, all about Generac, the uh, town of Genesee-based manufacturer of uh, primarily standby home generators, but they also make a variety of other projects getting more and more in the clean energy space. But the first story is really about their manufacturing of portable generators. They had issued a recall uh, back in July of 2021, and they had to reissue that recall this past November uh, because there was an an issue where these generators uh, more than three dozen times were either crushing or amputating people's fingers, which is certainly problematic. But uh, basically, um, an unlocked handle, that handle could pinch your fingers against the generator frame when you're moving it, um, potentially said amputating or crushing it uh so ashley smart has been covering this and generac in general um but the news this week they're generac agreed to pay a 15.8 million dollar civil penalty as part of a settlement um related to this certainly uh, i mean in the grand scheme of of their revenue you know not huge but not an insignificant penalty either the other news is they had their earnings out this week and it was a bit of a rough uh, first quarter for Generac. Sales down 22% um, in the quarter. Um, they had really been flying high um, over the course of 2020, 2021, 2022. Um, as pe- more people working from home, they found people having more interest in you know making sure their power could stay on. Um, clean energy was booming. They're, they've pushed into that space uh, and kind of now all that's uh, kind of run its course, I guess. Um, They kind of forecasted some of this was coming that they were going to have a a down quarter, Uh, but um, still nonetheless, 22% drop in sales is a pretty big uh, decline. Yeah. The the other thing that we've seen in recent years that Generac has benefited from is more severe weather events which knocks out power in places and then you see a surge in orders. So yeah, they've been, they've been such a high growth company um, in the Milwaukee area. Really, really one of the big companies in the region, they've been one of the, the faster growing ones and, you know, expanding and creating jobs. And it's been a great thing for the region. So they've been like a bright shining star in the region's business community in recent years. And so it's, it's interesting to see them hit a little bit of a tough patch here between, you know, you get the civil penalty, which you mentioned, which like you said, isn't huge, but it just doesn't look good. And, you know, now you've got, you've got a tough quarter with, with sales down. Um, so yeah, they've, they've, uh, they've had some struggles a little bit lately. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's also a thing, um, some issues for one, they're, they're, uh, a former vendor, um, or a former, uh, distrib- distribution partner. Um, for some of their, their clean energy products too. Um, but like you said, they're, uh, you know, connected to the, anytime there's severe weather, 
uh, it, it's kind of a weird dynamic, but it kind of benefits them yeah. that it puts more attention on, you know, the potential frailty of, of the power grid. Um, if a hurricane comes through somewhere, there's fires or different things that knock out power that, you know, uh, raises awareness for their product. And then they, um, usually see a corresponding, um, bump in sales. So, um, we'll have to wait and see how their year plays out and, uh, we'll continue to follow it. Ashley's been doing a great job covering that. Uh, let's shift gears to our big story of the week. Um, and news that the cruise season in Milwaukee has started off for 2023. That's right. I said the cruise season in Milwaukee. Uh, I'm talking about boats, uh, not cruising on, uh, wooden cars or anything like that. Um, but, we uh we've had a, a bit of a budding cruise ship industry here in Milwaukee. Um at least internally we kinda it's kinda infamous. We uh we had written a cover story um back in March of twenty twenty about oh, this yeah. kind of developing phenomenon of cruises coming to Milwaukee and there were kind of just a handful, but it was it was growing. Um of course, like I said, March twenty twenty is when we decided to do that cover story. Uh it was I think our last right before the onset of the pandemic. And then the pandemic comes and, and you wouldn't have been shocked. I don't think it was a very budding thing um, when in 2020 and you wouldn't have been shocked if it went away and it was kind of a, a blip on the radar. Um, but, you know, here we are 2023 and, you know, there's a, you know, a solid uh, cruise industry kind of developing uh, according to the city. um they are expecting at least 31 port calls by various cruise ships this year with an estimated 12,000 passengers coming to the city. Uh, that's a touchdown from last year where we had 33 port calls and 13,000 visitors. Uh, but still, um, a, uh, healthy number of people, uh, coming to Milwaukee. Uh, so Andrew, I think the question is, you know, why why do we care why do we care if people are deciding to to cruise you know and come to milwaukee and and we have cruise ships coming in what's the what's the big deal here yeah i think it's an interesting story you know if it's not necessarily a huge economic impact story um you know i think the visit milwaukee had estimated last year's economic impact um from the cruise industry to be a little over 3 million dollars which is good but it's not like, you know, this is Miami or something. We're not a major uh, cruise ship destination. But what's been interesting to see is just the tremendous growth. I mean, a few years ago, we had no cruise ship industry in Milwaukee to speak of. And then we started to get a few of these ships. And, you know, 2018, you know, the city had a thousand passengers come here on cruise ships. And the city was pretty excited about that. It's like, hey, we got... Cruise ships coming in here. It's kind of cool. Um, you know, now, like you said before, last year that has skyrocketed to, you know, more than 13,000, a record cruise year for the city. Um, obviously having Viking come in, one of the biggest cruise lines in the world, uh, begin Great Lakes cruises and using Milwaukee as the starting or ending point for those cruise, for some of those cruises, three of them. Um, has been a real benefit to Milwaukee. Um, but yes, it's interesting to see, you know, I think the notion for a lot of people that someone's going to want to come on a cruise ship to Milwaukee is surprising to a lot of people locally. 
Um, you know, I, I see a lot of snide remarks about the city on social media about why would anyone want to take a cruise ship to Milwaukee? And I think for those of us who live on the Great Lakes, take advantage, take for granted how special they are. And, you know, my, it might not seem like an exotic or interesting place for us to take a cruise ship and check out. But if you're not from around here, if you're a regular cruise traveler, maybe you've done the Caribbean a number of times, you're looking for something different. The Great Lakes apparently is attractive to some people because, you, like I said, you've got a number of, I mean, we had 30 plus port calls in Milwaukee last year. People are taking these ships. These cruises are not cheap. Um, and so there is an interest in it. And you know, even though it's kind of a niche thing, it shows you, you know, there's interest in this. And it also, I think, tells you something about Milwaukee being a more attractive destination than some people think and the Midwest and the Great Lakes being more attractive than, than some people here think and, and, and realize. So I think that's kind of an exciting thing. The other interesting thing to see is that, you know, so Viking bought its ship to Milwaukee last year, the Octantis, and that's what arrived this week to kick off the cruise season. They have built another ship that's basically identical to that one called the Polaris, so there'll be two of these ships coming, of these Viking ships coming to Milwaukee this year and, and cruising the Great Lakes. At one point in the summer, I think they're both expected to, to port here. That'll be interesting when they're both here at the same time. Um, the other thing Viking has added this year is they've added some cruises that um, go from South America to here. I mean, the the the, the ship that arrived this week um, that cruise began in Buenos Aires and was a 65 day cruise, um, with numerous stops, obviously between there and here and the East coast and everything, and then come down to St. Lawrence Seaway to get here. Um, and people are spending between 40 and $50,000 for these really long, uh, extraordinary cruises. So it's very interesting to see just this industry. And now Milwaukee is, has its own piece of the, the cruise ship world. Yeah, absolutely. It's um I think that that element that you talked about with uh you know these ship these cruises that start in, in South America and come all the way here uh kind of highlights why you know this kind of matters, why it's important. Uh you think about, you know, we're gonna have thirteen thousand people, twelve thousand people who will come to probably wouldn't have come to Milwaukee on its own, right? Like they may not yeah. come in and spend a week here, but they're going to come here, have a good experience, hopefully, and leave, you know, having Milwaukee on their mind as a reference point as we won't, it won't just be, you know, oh, Milwaukee, the, you know, maybe they've seen a Bucks game. Maybe they've seen, you know, a, a Brewers game. Maybe they, you know, isn't that somewhere near Chicago? Isn't that just beer and cheese? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing right. will actually have a, a, f- a true flavor of the city, which we've got our share of beer and cheese, but we got a lot of other things too. So, you know, I think that's what's kind of exciting. And it's people probably from all over the world. Um, some potential to spread that, you know, to a wider audience, you know, would certainly be a good thing for the city. Yeah. Any, any opportunity to expose Milwaukee to more people, you know, it, when you're a city like Milwaukee and, you're sort of, you know, you're in the Midwest, you're a smaller market, you're overlooked, you're quote unquote flyover country, you know, any opportunity to expose the city to people 
you know, pays off. You you hear from people all the time that Milwaukee's more, you know, it's better than I expected because they didn't have any expectations and didn't know about this place. And then when they get a chance to see it, well, it's a very nice place. And it's a lot more fun and a lot more interesting than they thought it would be. And so any opportunity, you know, the same thing next to the RNC. It'll be a, you know, classic opportunity to get the city's brand out there and expose a whole bunch of people that haven't been here before to what we have to offer. So these kinds of things are important for building our economy and, and, and convincing more people that this is a place that is a great place to live, work, and play. You've got to get the, the city, you know, knowledge of the city and, 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 its, and its brand out there. So um, it's just one more step in that, that growing process. Absolutely. And let's point out the Lake Express Ferry um, also kicked off its season this week. So if cruising around the world season. is not your thing and you just want to get season. to Michigan a little easier, you get that going for you too. Yeah, 20th season for the ferry um, and uh, 100,000 travelers are expected to traverse between Michigan and Wisconsin on the Lake Express Ferry. So, yeah, it's uh, the boats are back. That's like we said, uh, summer is is quickly approaching. Uh, we think we finally left all of winter in the rearview mirror. Uh, we take zero responsibility if it snows next week. Um, but uh, that'll do it for this week on the Biz Times MKE podcast and the weekly debrief. Thanks for joining me as always, Andrew. All right. This is Dan Meyer with Biz Times Media. You've been listening to the Biz Times MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, Biz Times Milwaukee.